Hello everyone, welcome back to another live stream draw along. Today we are doing acrylic paintings of Squid Game. If you want to nerd out about art, our prof has everything you need from tutorials to critiques to a community of fellow art nerds. Clara, do you want to get us started with the materials we are using and also the subject we are painting? Well, I think you can all see we are painting Squid Game and I have watched the whole thing Alex and Kat, neither of you have watched it. Is that right, Alex? Uh, yep, <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> it's it's a busy time of year for me. And um, yeah, it's like everyone in my life is like, oh, you have to watch it. You'd love it. And I'm like, oh, that sounds great. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> What's your excuse, Kat? I don't have Netflix. That's my main excuse. My other excuse is I don't have time. <laughs> oh, oh wait. And my third excuse is that, man, I've read a lot of I've read a lot of comics where the premise is just battle to the death tournament kind of style. So I think I've like whether they are fantasy or they're based somewhat in real life, I've read a lot of those kinds. So I also feel like Squid Game won't really surprise me. Well, I watched the whole thing, and I guess we're not going to do spoilers, because that would not be nice. I bet there's a lot of people here who haven't seen it. So tell us in the chat who here has seen it, who here is going to see it, and tell us your excuse if you have not. Oh, I like that. I like that. Not like, <laughs> what did you think if you saw it, but why haven't you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like well, all the didn't memes Didn't you say, Alex, that it. the more popular oh, it is yeah. the less you want to see it no not that like it's it's not quite that it's that everyone in my family has this where it's like dad you would really like this movie you'd really like it specifically you and then it's just kids kind of built up so much that you you don't watch it not because you don't want to see it but because it's like oh this is going to be really good i want to make sure i'm in the right mood for it oh that makes sense mm-hmm And then you're never in the mood. <laughs> exactly, because it's too hyped up. <laughs> so, Kat, I'm noticing, are you building up like transparent washes? Is that how you're tackling this? Yeah, that's how I tackle all paintings, really. That's why I feel like I draw with the paint more than I actually paint. I'm very careful about layering everything. But Alex, you're going in opaque, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this is a new experience for me where I am going in opaque with acrylic, not using any slow drying medium or anything. Um, but I am doing the copyrighted inverted colors as the underpainting, which, man, I'm really liking it just in blue, I got to say. How are you starting off, Claire? EK says, I've not seen it, waiting for the hype to die down. And Jane says, Hunger Games was about my limit, but that was also for a young adult audience. Charlize says, I've seen it a little too much for me. I needed time to pause for each episode. 
And Nolan says, I've seen it and loved it. One of the few shows that made me cry. I kind of give in to popular stuff too. Well, aren't you a sucker, Nolan? <laughs> so now we need to know, Kat, do you cry at movies? You know what? Actually, as I've gotten older, I've cried, <laughs> I've started crying more in movies. I don't know why. I guess it's because as I grow older, I experience more and therefore I relate more to what I see on the screen. But funny enough, I was talking to a friend about why I cry so much in movies. And it's not because it's sad or anything. I usually cry when there's like unconditional love that's shown in movies because mm. that touches me and that makes me cry more easily. Are you making fun of me, Clara? <laughs> <laughs> no. Not at all. <laughs> oh, cat's affected by unconditional love. <laughs> cat's in touch with her emotions. <laughs> what about you, Alex? Do you cry in films, movies? Like a series? baby. Almost in all of them. You do? Yeah, like most, I, I think with cat, like most often I, I cry at the happy times, not the sad times. Mm. See, what about you, I don't usually cry, but have you both seen the Shawshank Redemption with Tim Robbins? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That whole sequence where Brooks gets released from jail, I cried like a baby. Oh. Oh, yeah. Brooks is um, the librarian, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. The older man with the bird. Yeah. Oh boy, did Book. I cry. Book. <laughs> Let's actually talk about the materials that we are using today because Alex, Kat, and I are all using the same acrylic paints. These are from Savoir Fair, which is a division of McPherson's. And these are the paints. They're called Abstract Innovative Acrylics, and they're from Sennelier. And I love that there are these, like, applesauce <laughs> pouches. <It's> like, I've <laughs> never seen acrylics in something like this before. And I'm just curious, Alex and Kat, what's your take on these pouches? Because they're so different than that stereotypical paint tube that we're so used to seeing. Oh yeah, they're super fun. I was kind of doubtful at first, you know, you're always doubtful whenever you approach a new medium, but once you squeeze it out and then you cap it and you're like, oh, that's actually super convenient. And the fact that it's not in a tube and a bottle means it can be sort of like compactly stored. Um, I think there is one thing that people have to watch out for with these applesauce packets is that if you squeeze out the paint and you squeeze out too much, you can't put it back into the packet. So be very careful when you squeeze it. Yeah, I am loving these. Um, like Kat said, like you're always skeptical for anything new. I'm like, well, this isn't a tube. What am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> but I love it. I also love how it's there's it's transparent in parts. So like the color, you are not seeing an approximation of the color, which is something that always bugged me. Like you are seeing mm. inside to the actual paint. You're like, yep, that's exactly the color I'm expecting. Um, yeah, they're very easy to control, comfortable to hold. 
And yeah, they they are cute. Those cute little energy applesauce packets. <laughs> so to tell some of you a little bit more about this paint, it is paint that comes in all kinds of different surfaces. So you can get satin, you can get high gloss, there's iridescent, there's transparent paint. Like this is iridescent pearl. And this isn't actually a color. It's more just gives it a glossy look, which is super fun. And there's so many colors. Let me show everybody. <laughs> oh, this box is really heavy. <laughs> well, look at how many are in here. <laughs> there's so many colors. I think their catalog says that there's 60 colors and they are highly pigmented acrylics. They have heavy body texture. And mm -hmm. what's fun about the pouch is that when it opens, it's so easy to squeeze. Like you ever have those acrylic paints where you're just like struggling to get out every shred of paint? Yeah. It's a very effective dollop. Like, let me just show my palette really quickly. It's really easy to control how much comes out. Here, I'll show you all. See, look at this. It's like no effort to squeeze it out. How about the paint itself, Kat? Like, how is the flow? that you're seeing so oh. far. Yeah, it's super good quality acrylic. I like it. Um, I like I can I like how I can dilute dilute it, layer it, um, spread it on thick. Good acrylic paint. Well, like Alex for you, what is quote bad acrylic paint? <laughs> bad acrylic paint for me is um Let's put it this way, like where I think that when you're using acrylic and it's plastic based, I am looking for something very opaque, very thick and easy to work with. Um, that's also very malleable as it as it um, stays wet. And this is checking all the boxes. Like you can see now as I'm applying just that's just the stroke and seeing how opaque it is, how rich the colors are and how consistent they are when they dry. So as far as working with it, this is an absolute joy. It's a blast. Mainly it's because, or that might be because I'm not using a, a, quick, a slow drying medium like I normally do with acrylic. I just felt like doing something different. So maybe I'm just like, wow, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have a lot of experience with acrylic paint. I actually don't even remember the last time I used acrylic paint, but using these paints, I'm like, well, why didn't I do this earlier? Oh, this isn't this isn't bad at all. In fact, it's really good. <laughs> well, Kat, now that you are the art prof TA to most recently use acrylic paints. <laughs> um, oh yeah, this is the color I'm looking for. Well, what I'm noticing is that it is very strong color. Mm -hmm. And yet it's not thick, thick. Like I actually not sure I need matte medium with it because it does flow pretty well. Are you, any of you finding that? Yeah, it's, 
great. It's still quick drawing, but I mean, it's so... Just does what I want it to do. And also some of the other materials. So we are all using this Fabriano Aquarello watercolor paper. I am using cold press. And this is a sketch. I don't know if I'm going to have time, but this is the older man character who I might be doing later on. And we also have these brushes from Raphael. It's from Savoir Faire, but that's the brand. And they're watercolor Corel brushes and they're synthetic. They're super soft and go really well with the acrylic paint. Yeah, for a long while, I've preferred doing acrylic on watercolor paper, um, the thicker stuff. At first, it was just out of desperation, where it was like, ah, I have an acrylic painting, I don't have a canvas. I like it a lot. Like, it might be just because I'm used to working with paper, but I think a lot of people are, and working with a canvas is a different feeling, and it takes onto paper just fine. We have a comment from AA who says the reference photo that's underlit, that's the one that Kat's doing, is so difficult. I have yet to paint an underlit face. Well, Kat, do you have any tips for how you're going about that lighting situation? Because it is quite different than what you typically see. Ooh, yeah. Again, I would just look for the big shapes of shadow and light and kind of abstract the face in your mind. Like, don't think about getting an accurate representation of this person. I think once you start doing that, you're going to set yourself up for um, disappointment, probably. Like, when I look at this guy, I'm not thinking of him as the very specific actor who's playing him. I just think of it as like, this is an underlit situation on this plane that is a face. How am I going to capture those lights and shadows? I don't focus too much on likeness. Also, isn't there like a video that's been viral out there about a face, an actress's face, and then they like swirl a light around her face and you see how drastically she looks, um, she changes depending on the light. Um, that kind of goes to show that you can't just recognize somebody from an underlit painting. You have to kind of abstract it in your mind. Look at the big shadows and lights. I mean, I think as soon as you start telling yourself, it has to look like the actor, you're in big trouble, right? Right. And wow. Also, also, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> you guys. So yeah. is it scandalous to make fan art when you haven't watched the show? No, no. now it's genuine. Now it's, well, now it's technically just art. Because <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> I got nothing against it, but I'm not technically a fan. So, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Solved it. Checkmate. <laughs> you have an answer for everything, don't you, Alex? Yes. <laughs> um, Thank you so much, Arby Dick for the super sticker. Greatly appreciate your support. 
Seven Angelic is asking about the watercolor paper. Is that the 140 pound or the 300 pound? Let me check. It is 140 pounds. I just love that our audience asks super nerdy specific art supply questions. Mm -hmm. Great. Mm -hmm. BK yeah, wants to know, how was your Halloween? Alex, how was yours? Oh, it was good. It was uh, the quiet of what I needed where I just watched um, 1998 Stan Winston directorial debut of Pumpkinhead, which is great. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. If y'all haven't seen it, highly recommend it. Just enough like cheesy bad acting to be funny, but very cool practical effects. Mm. How was your guys' Halloween? I did nothing. Sorry. <laughs> Um, it was just like a regular day for me. I was going, okay, okay. I was going to be dressing up as Carmen Sandiego and I had the red coat and everything, but the only thing I was missing was a hat. And as Halloween drew closer and closer, I was like, you know, I'm not going out and all my fun party friends are in Los Angeles or New York. So what's the point? So I ended up not finishing the costume. <laughs> That's no, that's the real thing. Like, I mean, like all of like my friends here are more the sense of like, eh, yeah, let's just stay at home and watch a movie. And it was like, yeah, like I had so many costume ideas that I just didn't put into fruition. But next year, next year, I'm pulling out all the stops. <laughs> what did you do, Clara? Well, my kids are at this really awkward age where they want to go trick-or-treating, but they don't actually want to do what you have to do to go trick-or-treating, like knock on mm. doors. Why? Because <laughs> so. it's embarrassing? They're just really afraid of people, okay. adults that they don't know. And so actually because of COVID, a lot of people are just putting out bowls of candy. And so they were just walking around the neighborhood, picking up candy out of the bowls. Like they didn't want to knock mm -hmm. on any doors. I'm like, you guys, that's the whole point of Halloween. It's a knock <laughs> on doors, but they refused. Mm -hmm. There we go. Ayane says, Kat, your piece is so expressive. I love the complimentary magenta red and green. Thank you, Ayane. Um, I'm surprised it's turning out not so bad. <laughs> it's uh, the first time I'm using acrylic in a long time and it's kind of a challenging color scheme. But watch me, now that I've said that, I'm gonna like mess up later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to squeeze out some paint. Everybody can watch how these oh, pockets work. This is a good hmm. point from Janine. Oh, these are great paints. They have alternative caps like cake decorating tubes. I love that. <laughs> there we go. Kat 
Kat and Alex, you know what I think we need to do? So what? I need we need to do some psychoanalysis about how we would behave in a Hunger Games Squid Game situation. Like, would you be the compassionate one, or would you be like, screw everybody, I'm gonna win at no cost? Uh, you are definitely the latter. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> I'm a little afraid of Alex, though, because Alex can be so charming, and he could, like, trick you really bad, like one of the guys in the show. Legit, that's, that's the thing I'd be worried about, because I'm such a, like, nice, oh, no, you go ahead, in, like, every other situation in life i'd be worried that that would be just like my brain would go into survival mode and i wouldn't even know myself mm. and then that's I'd what win. i'm saying i sort of think that would happen with you i think you would turn into something else that we didn't anticipate something I'd else win the squid game <laughs> i'd be the chief squid <laughs> <laughs> Is that the color I was hoping So for? what is cat then? What would cat be? Cat would be the like very intelligent one who's like thinking through logistics and making a plan. Making a plan. I don't know. <laughs> it depends on how hard I want to try. I feel like in desperate <laughs> times, I don't know. I might just give up. You're kind of I hitting this. Yeah. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just like not even agreement of like, yeah, that's a mood of just like, man, this seems really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you would just like totally give up altogether? No, I that's don't think option. so. It's an option though. See, like I'm not ruling out any option. But I saw this joke online that made me laugh really hard. That said, it was a tweet. Somebody said, "Man, if zombies are fast, I'm just gonna get bitten." <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I feel like I'm painting like you right now. I'm putting this red over this weird blue. That's it. That's what you do. You start with a weird blue and then you go from there. <laughs> How to paint. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take this hot pink and I'm gonna use it for highlights. Isn't that gonna look weird? Oh, that's gonna Ooh. look fantastic. I mean, I never paint like this. This is out of my comfort zone. Let's see. I will say, this is a lot of fan art for me. I think I've done more fan art in the past two weeks than I have my whole life. Oh, that's true. You had to, like, paint Dune and stuff. You got to paint Dune. <laughs> oh, gosh, Alex. <laughs> this is a Dune dork. Everybody, Alex flew to Boston to see Dune with a family member. Yep. And I'll do it again. That is that's very impressive, Alex. 
No, planes, we've been flying for a while. We're pretty, we know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the dad joke of the Wait, day. Wait, Kat, did you see Dune? No, I didn't see Dune either. Man, I'm just like, I'm just a bummer here. I, I haven't watched anything you guys are doing, Connor, at all. All I do is maybe watch anime. <laughs> Dune would make a sick anime. I gotta say, that, yeah. I I would say though, if anyone hasn't seen Dune yet, like I cat, um, it's worth seeing it in IMAX. Okay, it is worth it. Though so I I think the last film I did see was Shang Shang Chi, so I have watched a film. <laughs> How was it? Oh, it's good. I think I talked it honestly. I talked about it in the last draw along too. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I need to say wanna... about that film is in that live stream. So you don't want to talk about it too much, otherwise it'll be like, oh, you're just like a super fan of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We have a comment from Ling Ling who says, this is the first time I managed to catch you live. Thank you all so much for the tip so far. Well, welcome to our stream. I'm... I'm so happy you were able to catch us live. And thank you all, Ling Ling, for the super chat. We so greatly appreciate your support. it's funny this is reminding me why i do that like contrast color underpainting in the first place because it's so hard to like for me to identify colors from like when everything's that same sh like feels like the same shade of just like yeah, like ochre color you know like it's hard to separate shadows sometimes you mean skin tone not necessarily just like large swaths in anything of almost the same color you know hmm. maybe that's just a vision thing i have to get checked out <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a vision thing <laughs> the problem is you <laughs> Okay, now we need to analyze the rest of the staff. What would Jordan do in a Squid Game Hunger Games situation? Oh, he would be the last one to go insane if we were to all go insane. <laughs> <laughs> he would be the last one. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. Oh my gosh, I think that Lauren would go <laughs> like... I don't know why, but I imagine Lauren having super inventive fashion style, even during Squid Games. Like, she's going to do something crazy with her tracksuit. I just know it. <laughs> like um, like Pick Pikmin from Hunger Games. Um, what was his name? Pidgey? The, the guy who was the cake decorator and was like, hey, I'm going to camouflage the tree. Oh, uh, Pita? <laughs> Pita, that's Pita. it. <laughs> Pikmin. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who's that? I thought you were know, talking Pikachu. about Breaking Bad. 
<laughs> okay, so Lauren would do that. What about um, Deepti? What would Deepti do? Deepti might be the most industrious of us, so maybe she'd like, I don't know, be able to like, stuff i haven't seen squid games is there like a, a market for like tools or guns or something like that or is it pretty much just no. fend for yourself no it's just what they got just what they got i mean there is a little bit but it's not fair the way it works out oh <laughs> <laughs> the fight to the death criticism on society show isn't fair <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no spoilers. Sorry, Alex. I ruined it oh, for you. Me. I do love the memes of like, I don't know, I haven't seen Squid Games. Like a picture of Squidward playing chess. Like Squidward and SpongeBob. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's Squid Games. I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, did you guys know that the creator, it took him like 10 years to get it made? Yeah, That's I awesome. saw that. I mean, that is, I mean, respect. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. But also shame on everybody else who could have funded that, who didn't. Mm -hmm. Hey, oh, you know who I feel bad for? The people that passed up Harry Potter. Yeah, that same thing. Do you think they're like trying to learn from that mistake or they're like doubling down? <laughs> like, <laughs> anytime you mention Harry Potter, like, you know what? <laughs> it really wasn't that good. See, I'm the type of person, if I were JK Rowling, I would totally write that person an email and be like, you can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you can do? You big mean take a long walk on a short pier buddy <laughs> bucko bucko ooh emmy pax says deep d would be the one who snuck in a lighter mm. Ooh, mm -hmm. does that happen in squid games <laughs> Note, thank you so much for the super sticker. Keep them coming, everybody, because even though we ran a raffle, we can always more support. And we also have another question about underpaintings that I now lost. Here, BK says, what's the best color to use in an underpainting or just on the subject. This is your area, Alex. I have been doing it for years where I like doing the underpainting in the up, like the complementary color to what the overpainting is going to be. Overpainting? I think that's just the painting. But yeah, I like um I like vibrant, loud and exciting underpaintings. Cuz it makes you keep in mind to keep the colors in the painting loud and exciting if they need to be. Kat, what do you think is the point of an underpainting? 
It's because paintings have depth to them. They have layers to them. And when you have an underpainting, you're going to have a more sophisticated, more um, complete painting. It also depends on the kind of paint. I wouldn't do a very fancy underpainting if I were doing watercolor, for instance. I would always use thicker mm -hmm. paints that I can layer. So acrylic, oil, gouache, those are all viable for a good underpainting. This is what I'm looking for. I mean, for me, a lot of it has to do with layers because I am really into layering with my paint because I feel like I can build up a solid surface and then I can play with opacity and transparency. I mean, I'm doing that right now. Like if you all look at my painting, this is opaque, this red patch on the cheekbone, but this at the top, these are all washes. So that's all transparent paint on top. And I think underpainting just make that easier because you just set yourself up to have that foundation to work from. Mm -hmm. I'm curious because everybody's always asking, oh, what color should I buy? And Alex, do you like there being so many colors? I mean, this brand, Abstract Acrylic Sennelier, they have like 60 colors. Like, how would you even know like which ones to buy? Like, do you buy them all? Do you pick a few? What do you do? Yeah, that is, that is a tough yet good question because I think that when you start, especially that can be um, a kind of a roadblock, honestly, in getting into painting or getting into new types of paint. Like, all right, I'm so excited to try acrylic paint. There are 60 colors. Do I have to buy all of them? Um, and that can be kind of a roadblock. But if you know the basics of color of, um, let's say we did a, a stream where I talk about like the basic colors to start with. And I think if you focus on getting those primary colors covered, um, not just like primary red, blue, and yellow, but like ochres and magentas and cobalts, like the more subtle colors of those primaries, I think you'll find a lot of success in starting out with. So you don't have to feel like you need to, you know, take the lot. Kat, do you have a strategy for picking which colors to buy at the store? I just go with the primaries, like red, yellow, blue, and I pick a warm red, warm yellow, warmer blue, and I pick a colder red, colder yellow, colder blue, and white. And those are pretty much the only seven paints I would use. Like, okay, before I squeezed out the green, <laughs> I only had pink, yellow, and blue on this palette. So... I pretty much did this whole painting with those three colors and white. But then the more I'm painting, the more I'm like, oh, it'd be so nice if I got like this very specific green. And that's when I pulled out that very specific green. It's when I started getting a sense of when I needed a very specific color. I'm like you, Kat. I get super overwhelmed when there's a million colors. I just find it confusing. And it's also harder because if you've mixed a color and you want to remix it and you got eight blues, it's like, oh my God, how did I mix that? I have no idea. Yeah, then you're done.
All right, should I do the pink? I should do the pink, right? Right? Yeah, go for the pink. <laughs> Let's try it. Oh, weird. Ah! Yuck! <laughs> oh, no, it you looks pretty good so far. When one? you guys squeeze the tubes, some of them are smushier than others. Did you notice that? Yes. Yeah. Some of them are more liquidy than others. Like this yellow was a lot thicker. It's like frosting, but the others feel more like what's a good what's a good comparison? Melted butter. <laughs> yeah, melted butter. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I Alex have a lot of melted butter. This is for you. <laughs> The Naples pink. yellow, um, yeah, it's like really substantial. It's really nice. Oh my god, this is so insanely ridiculous! I never paint with colors like this. <laughs> Let's see here. Da -da -da -da. Da -da 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 -da. But that's why I like the draw lungs, because I can just mess around. Like, don't you think everybody needs that in their lives? Honestly, yeah. Like, this is yes. the kind of thing that's so hard to just get in the habit of doing when you don't have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. You always have to do it. I mean, how often do any of us sit down and make artwork with no expectations? I feel like that's almost impossible sometimes, or feels yeah. impossible. Yeah, almost never, I think. There's that pressure to be productive, especially when art is your job. Well, so we were talking in the Discord about how a lot of artists worry that oh I'm not I'm not making enough stuff like the number of pieces. And what do you guys think about that? Because that's stressful <laughs> to think about it that way. Alex, any thoughts? It's a real thing of like because I feel that with the last couple of years of taking so much time off of like my painting count is very low. Um, so I don't know. I think it's sometimes you have to listen to that thought and you have to use that stress to get you to move. Um, but if it becomes debilitating, that's when you know that it's you're giving it too much power and too much voice. I mean, Kat, do you ever stress about quantity production? I stress about it all the time, all the time. I have Where no do you think solution. that stress comes from? Competition. I see all these other people posting on social media, the amazing paintings and the production, how productive they are. And I just sit here and think, oh, that's not me. That should be me. Should I paint more? <laughs> mm -hmm. But I have no solid solution for it. I just take a break from social media. I try to only draw when I really want to draw. And inevitably, I draw for work. So I will get a lot done in that regard. But how much of it am I happy with? I don't know. 
I mean, Alex, I know you took an Instagram break for a little while and you said you were actually getting anxiety about posting because you haven't posted in a while. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, how do you get back into it? Um, but honestly, it's like, I think I might even, I don't know, it's just so nice to, I might even finish this next painting I'm doing and not instantly post it online. Like, <laughs> and that feels pretty good. Wow! Right? <laughs> what a revolutionary thought! <laughs> Yeah, so I'm Make pretty excited for that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am like horrified by my painting. This is truly scary looking. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's like it's a saw so doll. Messy. It's so Yes, it looks I just know, like it. Like what the heck? <laughs> I feel kind of bad. I feel like I screwed him up. Well, I am noticing that the fluorescent, it's pretty thin. So it's not a very opaque color. And so I would just, I mean, this is the case with any paint you use, but just to be conscious of which paints are going to give you good coverage and which ones are more like a glaze. I mean, it's perfect for what I'm doing now because I am doing thin washes on top. But I just think a lot of people don't think about opacity as much as they should because it's so helpful. Yeah. I'm gonna try to go thicker with my, with mine. I've been very cautious. Gotta be braver. Are you a cautious painter, Cat? I am such a cautious painter. Oh, I'll use Rose Chair. Rose chair? Wait, that's a no, color it's the, name? <laughs> it's the French title. I, I like it better. Rose chair. <laughs> it's great. That's a really funny color name. I kind of love that. I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. Oh, I'm losing my pink. I'm going to bring it back. Alex, help me. I'm getting self-conscious about my brush strokes, and now I feel like I'm just over. No, wait, no, you said you know that. Now I'm, getting, now I'm getting self-conscious about my brush strokes. <laughs> Alex, you were supposed to help Can't me. Save us. <laughs> you're supposed to tell me something reassuring. You're not in the squid game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, try, try. Okay, here's try dry brushing. Try dry brushing. It's working really well. I mean, I do really like some of the glazing in here. I guess if I had more time, I could do it more. But the pink fluorescent, like it, it really flows nicely across. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. This ah. will, it's so fun to play with, even in like small doses. Definitely glides. Do you guys feel it? How it like glides across the paper? Mm -hmm. 
did the face too wide at the bottom. Let me do a little band-aid fixer upper on that. Band-aid fixer upper. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Miriam says, thank you so much for sharing your talent with us. Well, we're happy we can be here for all of you because I don't know. I just think art shouldn't be so lonely. Mm -hmm. I mean, it can be very isolating. Oh, yeah. All right. Do I put Naples yellow here, Alex? I think I should. I think that's yes. going to be. You know what? Without even, without my even final looking, moment. That's the question. What? I got to do it. Are you serious? Yeah. Not even looking. You got to do it. So for you, there's no such thing as Naples yellow that didn't work. I've yet to find it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know. You'll know. If it's not the right time and place, it'll tell you. It will tell you. <laughs> There's like a Naples yellow you really elf. Talk that just about lives. it. <laughs> Naples yellow really is a being for you, isn't it, Alex? All the colors are. <laughs> The new Disney Pixar movie, Colors Have Feelings and stuff. <laughs> Isn't that inside out? Yeah, it's all of them. Colors it's all and, of them. Yeah. They're all sweet. They all make me cry, but it is all of them. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, ho, ho, no, this is what we're going to do now. There we go. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat, Corinne Crosby. Hey, love you all. Keep up the awesome work. Thank hey, you so dude. much for that super chat. <laughs> and everybody, I hope that you will join Kat and Alex in the Artcroft Discord. They will be hanging out in the post live streams channel. Invite link is in the YouTube video description below. And a thank you to our top Patreon supporters. We've got new supporters, Andrew James Morris and Erica, and many others here on the slide. We hope you all had a good time and continue to support us. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye.